the foundation of our practice is to develop mindfulness in the body, to be present, attentive, aware of uh, this life, this embodied life, uh, and how it is unfolding moment by moment, to be with it. The quality of mindfulness, uh, sati in, in Pali, is uh, this quality of attention, openness, acceptance, non-judgment, and presence. So presence being present, moment by moment by moment. And it's something, it's a quality of mind that uh, we all have naturally. And like many qualities, this being a key quality um, in Buddhist practice, we cultivate So two really uh, important pillars uh, or aspects of our practice, one is to pay attention to what is arising in our inner experience, and inner experience includes how we are taking in everything through the senses, and also cultivating qualities of mind that are skillful and that help us to respond in ways that uh, don't create more suffering and support kindness and other beneficial qualities. So, um, so, and mindfulness itself is something to be cultivated. So, So the word bhavana, um, which is sometimes used to to express what a word for practice, bhavana means cultivation. The the Pali word bhavana. So mindfulness in the body is is key. And so um In our meditation now, I'm going to uh, guide us into a a meditation on mindfulness in the body. Uh, So please um, take a posture that's uh, supportive to your meditation. Um, So a posture that feels balanced and easeful and supports alertness, supports attention. So, um, so finding that balance is something that it, it, it takes some experimenting. So I, um, I think, uh, you know, some of you are very experienced meditators and, and others are newer. And, you know, so, so if, if you, this is a good time and a place uh, during this retreat to explore what posture really supports 
your um, practice of mindfulness. Um, so it, it might be in a chair, it might be um, cross-legged, it might be with supports under your knees or on a bench. Uh, so please uh, use the equipment that's present, that's available to you and, um, and find a posture that's good for you. And also uh, something that's helpful is to uh, maybe alternate between postures. Sometimes you might sit on a chair and then and then uh, you, you might sit on the floor and then if your body gets um, maybe tired of that posture or you find something, uh, uh, some um, weakness in the body or injury being activated, then you might go back to the chair and so on. And, and also um, the lying down or standing is, is also a, um, a good posture for uh, stationary meditation. So, so fee- please feel free to... Um, to stand up if you wish to, or if you need to, lie down. Um, and if you want to lie down, please talk to me, and we'll find a place in or pos- position in the room that that feels um, uh, kind of comfortable and respects the the space. <clears throat> So finding this uh, ease and balance in your posture um, and alertness, awareness. Um, So the the alertness can be um, cultivated. One way to to help the alertness is to bring attention to the spine and to lift from the base of the spine through the crown of the head. And um, you find that the chin, when you lift the crown of the head, the chin naturally tucks in slightly, and the base of the skull in the back lifts up. So that um, helps to maintain alertness. So we don't, helps from falling into sleepiness or drowsiness. Uh, The eyes can be uh, closed or just uh, slightly open with the gaze downward and soft. And let the face relax. The jaw, the eyes, relaxed. You might take a few deep breaths. Release through the mouth. And release if there's body tension. Just letting that go, inviting the body to be at ease. And notice if there's any tension in the throat, the neck. Inviting 
the throat and the neck to relax. The shoulders can be dropped. There's no need to be perfectionist or to be judgmental about the body. Just all of our bodies are shaped by the conditionings of our lives, by the aging process, by perhaps uh, different conditions we've had, illness, traumas. So, So we bring this quality of love and kindness to the body and an invitation to release what we're holding by just inviting the shoulders to drop, be relaxed, the arms and the forearms and the hands to rest, however it feels natural and easeful on the the thighs or folded in the lap or in a mudra, if that is something that you are comfortable with. Notice if if the shoulders are rounded, so uh, sometimes the posture that we bring our hands to uh, can bring our shoulders forward, and it's good if the shoulders are not pushed back in a... uh, in any kind of, um, you know, harsh or forcing way, but just uh, straight and relaxed. And an invitation to bring the attention to the chest, and the upper back, to the heart. Noticing if the heart feels tight, if it feels guarded, armored, clenched. And bringing that gentle gentle invitation to the heart, to just gently smile. Let the heart, like the Buddha's smile, we can bring that to our lips and we can bring that to our heart. And feeling in the area of the midriff midriff and the lower back, bringing our awareness there. And just a simple invitation to relax, release tension. And the lower abdomen the hips, the buttocks, the whole pelvic area, the groin. A gentle invitation to relax what is being held. 
we hold tensions throughout the body that have unconsciously throughout our lifetime accumulated from different experiences of feeling unsafe or uh, affronted or abandoned. So these, all of these experiences, which are very human experiences, are not only mental, but they're also body experiences, somatic experiences. And part of our practice over years is to come to encounter those many, many holdings in the body and gently as we encounter them, to, to extend an invitation to let go. And it, it's not something that happens necessarily in a moment. It can be a process of, of years of letting go, of accumulated patterns that we hold in the body. So it's best not to make a project of it, but just to to allow the process and support the process to unfold. And feeling the hips, bringing our attention to the thighs, the knees, the lower legs. the ankles and the feet, heels, the soles, the ball of the foot and the toes. And so opening up our awareness to include the whole body, a sense of this whole body in whatever posture it's comported. We have this capacity called proprioception to be aware of the shape of the body, So inhabiting the whole body with our awareness. We have also the capacity to be aware of sensations inside the body. This is called interoception. We can feel the the sensation of the breath. We may feel it in several places. And it's possible to narrow our attention and 
become very focused on a particular place that we're breathing, like the nostrils or the upper lip just below the nostrils or the chest or the belly. And sometimes people do that as an aid to support collecting the attention, collecting the uh, the mind, concentrating the mind. And if you wish to do that, that's fine. I'm not emphasizing that kind of practice in this teaching, but rather collecting a sense of uh, presence in the whole body. So feeling the whole breath, and being aware of the whole body breathing. As you bring awareness to the whole body, you may notice uh, sensations in the body, tingling, movement of the breath. You may notice, notice perhaps some painful sensations or neutral sensations or perhaps pleasant sensations. So again, the invitation is to, for the most part, or for now, inhabit a space of the whole body awareness. And some parts of the body may be more accessible to your awareness. Some parts may feel like they're in shadow or, or numb. And that's normal, that's fine.
There may be uh, energetic qualities of the body that are coming into the forefront of your awareness, perhaps uh, agitation or restlessness or heaviness or sluggishness. And we can just include those, make space for those in the awareness of the whole body. We can extend an invitation to the body to calm, to become more calm, to settle. The late and wonderful teacher Thich Nhat Hanh, Vietnamese Buddhist monk, who was such a gift to the world, to our practice. We would sometimes offer little couplets, such as breathing in, I calm the body, breathing out, I smile. Breathing in, I calm the body. Breathing out, the heart smiles. And so the breath is present in our awareness. But we're not necessarily narrowing our attention. It's there peripherally, like a drumbeat calling us back when the mind wanders. The breath is always there, this in-breath, this out-breath.
there's a Tibetan uh, verse, very simple verse about meditation. Body like a mountain, breath like the wind, mind like the sky. So the body stable, and if you, the invitation is to to be as to find stillness in the body, and if there's pain that feels like it needs to be attended to. Um, and mindfully shift your posture if you need to. So don't, I invite you, I encourage you not to do it impulsively or without mindfulness, but if you notice that your body is becoming very uncomfortable from holding the posture, um, then mindfully Gently shift your posture and see if you can just do that once during a sitting, not more than once. That would be um, not at all or just once if necessary. As we cultivate stillness in the body, it becomes a support for the mind to become quiet and still.
If the mind is getting hooked in a narrative or a some kind of struggle or feeling an overwhelming feeling, just uh, notice that. Bring uh, your kind welcoming attention to that energy that's expressing itself in that way, in words or in body sensations or feelings. And turning toward whatever is coming up, turning toward it with kindness, with non-judgment, acceptance, openness, interest, and letting it flow on, letting it continue on its way.
noticing that the narratives, which can seem so solid and real, actually can dissolve in the light of our mindful awareness.